I love this quick little interview. This is great. <laughs> I appreciate Jared. Mm-hmm. If you guys don't know about Podcast Movement, find out about it because it's amazing. <laughs> the community is amazing. I'm uh, happy to be a part of it. I've learned so much. Welcome to Starve the Doubts. I'm your host, Jared Easley. And today my guest is Seda Murphy. Seda, thank you for taking time to sit down with me. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm behaving and uh, we're hanging out here in San Diego, which is your new hometown. Yes. You live here. I live here in beautiful San Diego. It is uh, probably my favorite U.S. city. I love it. I fell in love. I visited for the first time yep. last year, and I fell in love. I was like, this is where I but, need but, to but be. But people say, but you're a Detroit girl. Like, I know. <laughs> you know, well, what's wrong with Detroit? Well, it's San Diego is a little different It's a Detroit, little different. Yeah. I love my city. I love Detroit. I will always be a girl from Detroit, but San Diego is my new hometown. I'm done with the winters. Fair I'm enough. Well, you came to the right cold. spot. <laughs> All right, so say that there's going to be some people that say they, they don't know about you. Shame on them. But what do, what do you say to someone who is meeting you for the first time and and they don't know. I will say that I am a woman of all trades. I am a podcaster. I am a filmmaker. I I work in social media. I'm a mom, so Mm -hmm. I can do it all. (laughs) That is that's a lot of hats. Okay, so at one point you decided, okay, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna relocate. Yeah. So what 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 was the cause of the relocation? What made you say I'm 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 tired of this Detroit winter. I'm I'm moving on. Um, well, besides the snow, which was a big factor, I'm sure I just needed a change of scenery. I've been in Detroit my whole life mm-hmm. and I want to work in the film industry and be closer to that industry. So I just needed something different. So the goal was to get to California. I didn't know what I was going to do or how I was going to get there, but the goal was always to get to California. So what ultimately helped you to say, okay, this is it. I'm going. I visited for the first time for the conference that we're at now, Social Media Marketing World, and so I, I was here last year, 2018, okay. as an attendee, and I just fell in love. I fell in love with the conference. I fell in love with the city. I fell in love with the people, with the vibe. So I said, I need to be in San Diego for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, you actually, correct me if I'm wrong, but you work for Social Media Examiners, I right? do work for Social Media Examiners. So Examiner. tell us about that. How'd that come about? I when I came to the conference, I bought my ticket for next year and I joined the society that they have. And I connected with a few people who work for Social Media and Examiner. And when a job position came open, they told me about it. So I just took the leap of faith and applied. And, and they liked what they saw and offered me the position. Like, so I packed need, up my stuff and I, I took that open door and said, this is my opportunity. Let's go for Let's it. Let's do it. And when was this? This was in August. Wow, so it's not been that long. Not long at all. And you're adapting and you're I'm happy adapting. And... I love it. I'm, I love it. I Good. haven't seen snow or anything. Uh, <laughs> you moved at the right time. That's yes. for sure. Well, I'm happy for you. Now, when we first connected online, you know, I didn't meet you in person until, you know, this particular conference. But when we connected online, it seemed like you had a real passion, and I'm sure you still do, for millennials and things of that nature. So you kind of... At least it seemed like you had more of a heavier focus than that, and and you've kind of pivoted since then. So I want to hear about that. Yeah, so I've always been interested in podcasting. Okay. I've been following podcasting for a long time, and I finally got the courage to start a podcast last year. And I started a podcast called Brunch with Sam, where I just wanted yes. to talk to all different types of people about all different types of things. Right. Kind of like model the conversations that you have at Sunday brunch when you go out with your friends mm. you have these interesting conversations about anything that comes up so I kind of wanted to model that with the podcast and I wanted to focus on people in my generation I'm a millennial so I wanted to talk to us because we have interesting perspectives 
people think that we're just like really entitled and really stuck up and we're like no we you mean that's not true it's not true (laughs) at all i mean we grew up with the we had to plug in our internet and everything and we played Mm -hmm. outside until the street lights came on so we have the best of both worlds. We grew up okay. with nothing, and then we grew up with everything as well because we grew up when technology was coming along. So we have mm. a really interesting perspective, and I kind of wanted to break the stigma that we were just entitled brats and really give us a platform to hear what we had to say. But then as I transitioned to San Diego and to this new position and I started to do some other things in my life, I kind of pivoted away from that. I said, I can do the brunch with Sam talk as like a YouTube show or something different. And I wanted to start something different. So I started another podcast called Black Girls Need Love to a Healing Podcast. And through that, I interview black women and we talk about all different topics as well. But I try to foster healing conversations through those interviews because I was going through some stuff in my life and I needed to go through some healing conversations. And I thought, I know I'm not the only one who's going through stuff and who can benefit from these conversations. So I said, let me just start it on a platform that I love. I love podcasting, so let me just put it out there in the world. And well, I, When I first heard the name of your new show, I was like, everybody loves Seda. Like, <laughs> and, and I think most, most guys love black women. So I'm like, <laughs> do black women really need love? Like, I was kind of laughing we in the joke. But, but, I, but I'm curious, what's the mindset behind the show? Tell, tell us about that. Well, yes, people love black women and people love what right. I do and everything. But we are a forgotten demographic. Mm. We're often overlooked and often not thought about when we need self-care and love and support because we're always looked at as these strong women. Which right. we are, right. but you can't be strong 100% of the time. You still go through things mm. like everyone goes through, and you still need that support and that space to let loose and to heal so that you can continue to be strong. So I wanted to create that space because I know that is needed. What was your first idea? I mean, at what point did you say, okay, this is the idea, and this is how I'm going to implement it? Because, I mean, I love the idea, but at what, I guess what I'm trying to say is that you at some point said, okay, I'm ready to hit record. What was it that made you say you're ready to hit record on this? It was an interesting journey. I knew that I wanted to start another podcast. I had no idea what it, what I wanted right. it to be on. And I think I was driving in my car one day and the title of the podcast hit me. It just came out of the blue. And I just sat with that and resonated with that and said, okay, if I right. did something with this title, Black Girls Need Love too, what that looked like? And I started to think about all the things that I need. So... I said, okay, I can interview other black women to see what they go through. And then I took it a step further and said, okay, so you don't want to just do the interviews. You want to actually give somebody something to do that will actually help in the healing process. So with the podcast, I do the interviews, but then I also give my listeners a challenge. I say, okay, based on this topic, say we talked about friends. Now I want you to go and write a letter to your friend and apologize for something that you did or tell them about a time that they hurt you. So that they can actually foster healing those relationships. And then I also give an affirmation for people to just repeat over and over again to continue to grow up that confidence. Like, I'm a strong friend. I'm important. I val- I'm valued in this world. So it just fostered. I just sat with it and let it come to me. It's amazing to me to hear someone like you say that because from the outside, people look at you and they're like, confident, strong. She's got yeah. this. <laughs> You have to actually tell yourself I, these things. I like, have to tell myself that's so these things. I'm just like everyone because, else. Yeah, you're 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 vulnerable and you're human, and uh, 
which I appreciate that about you, but I am kind of surprised because you do have this aura of you that's like, I'm confident and I can do this. Yeah. And because that is very obvious, at least to, to me and, and to, I think, other people that meet you, it's like interesting thing. She needs affirmations. Like, wow. It's like, Everybody but I, but, needs but that's, it. It's comforting yeah. to hear that, that you need that and that you found a way to share that. Have you had feedback from your show? Yes, I'm getting a lot of feedback. People who I have no idea who they are saying, this is great. This is just what we needed. Right. I need this space. So those type of little like caveats that says, you're doing what you're doing. This is amazing. Tells me that I'm on the right path and that this is the podcast that I should be making. Oh, that's so encouraging. Yes. And so in getting that feedback, has that uh, compelled you to continue on with different topics or has it made you think about, okay, how else can I continue to you know share and, and inspire and, and, and what are some of those ideas, if any? I am a type of person who's always thinking of a new idea. So I'm always thinking about, okay, where is this going to go next and what else can I do? And I'm always thinking about what else outside of this space can I do? So right now I'm working on pacing myself and just seeing how the show grows. Right. But also have a bunch of million other ideas that I want to put out. Like I want to start a podcast about Grey's Anatomy because I love Grey's Anatomy (laughs) so much. As you should. So there's a bunch of little things, but I told myself with this project, especially because it's so close to my heart and it's so special and it's so specific for this audience, I'm just going to take my time with it. I'm going to let it evolve as it's supposed to and not try to push it into be something that I want it to be or something I think it should be. I'm just going to let it evolve. Uh, So, Sater, you mentioned in the beginning that you wear wear a lot of hats. One Mm -hmm. of them is your mom. And I mean, this is a lot of responsibility that you're taking on with full-time day work and then you're trying to share your heart through podcasting. You're trying to be a good parent. Mm -hmm. You're adjusting to a new place being that you've only lived here several months. Tell me about that. Well, for most people, that might be a lot. That might be too much. It might be a lot. It might be too much. But what I try to do, I don't try to separate into like I'm a podcaster. I have to do filmmaking or now I'm a mom. Now I'm a worker. I try to incorporate. It's all my life. So when I'm podcasting, my daughter is right there with me. When I'm making a film, I'm making stuff for her as well. Or she's making films, too. Or if I'm going to a meeting for something, she's right there with me. She's been with me at work just so she can see that you can do all these other Mm -hmm. things. You don't have to do one thing or another. So I don't try to exclude like, okay, now is my specific time to parent. Now is my specific time to podcast. It's just a part of life. Like, this is what I do. And if she likes it, I try and teach her. So it makes it a little easier to bring her on the journey with me. Is there ever any moments where you're like, oh, man, this is a little bit scary, you know? (laughs) Yeah, there are. Always moments where it's like, it's a lot to do. There are moments when I get overwhelmed where I have a to-do list of like 50, 100 things. And I'm like, okay, I just need to sit down and watch a movie and take my mind off things. Mm. So there are always times when I get overwhelmed, but I also know that this is what I'm passionate about and this is what I'm good at. So this is what I want to do. So I'm going to push towards it. What's a movie that you watched recently? It was like, okay, I needed that. Um, oh, that was good. Oh, my goodness. Let me see. Well, you can't say Grey's Anatomy. That's a show. Say, so. <laughs> I haven't watched a movie lately, but I just finished binging Grey's Anatomy. Of course you did. Yeah, but that's why I'm taking that out. There's got to be a <laughs> Okay, let's see. What did I watch? I watched something. Anything. I watched a movie on Netflix. I think it's called I.O. I didn't like it. It was like a sci-fi movie, okay, so like End of it. the World. I don't recommend it, but I mean, other people raved about it, but I found <laughs> I'm a filmmaker and I like study right. films, so I easily find like thoughts in films but that's interesting to me because you can critique a film and and even if you don't enjoy it personally you can appreciate different aspects of it that are relevant to the yeah the other interests that you have yeah that's good if someone wants to check out like some of your work where do they check it out like in terms of your uh filmmaking and stuff um you have anything out there yet? i don't have anything out there yet i have scripts in production right now i'm writing stuff right now 
the things that I'm producing most right now are my podcast. So they can yes. find the podcast on iTunes or Spotify. Which could be a film. Black girls need love too. It could be a film. We never would know. It might turn into spend a lot of money going thing. to see that movie. Yeah. You never know. It might hey, evolve. Don't forget me when you you're like the next like, Tyler Perry or whatever. Jerry gave me this idea uh, to turn like, this into uh, a film. I remember Sato when man, she was she was just cool and then she was humble. <laughs> like now you can't even get on the phone with her. I'll always <laughs> stay humble. I'll remember the little people. I promise. All right, so uh, I'll, I'll wrap things up because I know you have other things to do. But uh, two questions: one being, sure. where can people connect with you online? Sure. Um, you can find me. I'm mainly on Instagram. You can find me at Saida Murphy. S A I D A H M U R P H Y. My Facebook is the same. So if you go to Facebook, type in S A I D A H M U R P H Y, you'll find me there. And then through those main social media avenues, you can also find my podcast because I post about it all the time. As they should. And oh, you know, I want to say this real quick before we do the final question. I appreciate the relationship you have with your dad, or at least yeah, online. Yeah. I'm sure it's not always perfect. But it's kind of fun. You uh, and your dad uh, have done episodes on the podcast. Yes. I don't know about the, the current podcast. But, you know, that was another thing I really liked about you. It was like, hey, say that and your dad got, got this good thing. Oh, me and my dad are really That's close. That's cool. I'm the firstborn and I'm the okay. daddy's girl. So we have a really interesting relationship. It's been us since right. day one. So we have well, a really open that. relationship. And I appreciate that you share that openly because when I heard that about you and I listened to one of your older episodes, I remember really admiring that yeah. about uh, him, you know, and you both. So, and being a dad, that resonated with me because I hope my daughter and I have that relationship as she gets older. So, that's wanted awesome. to share that with you. Thank and then, you. Uh, as we close out, final thoughts. Final thoughts. I love this quick little interview. This is <laughs> great. I appreciate Jared. Mm -hmm. If you guys don't know about podcast movement, find out about it because it's amazing. <laughs> the community is amazing. I'm uh, happy to be a part of it. I've learned so much. I hope so. that in one of your future films, you'll have a character, a, a side character named Jared. With a podcast movement t-shirt. That would be like the tribute like, of a lifetime. With the like, podcast movement t-shirt. I'm already a fan, but then if you're like freaking out. We'll put the anyway. branding in there. <laughs> Santa, we love you, and uh, black girls need love, but you are loved, and uh, I hope that you. everybody checks out the show. And Congratulations. You're a great podcast guest. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and enjoy San Diego. I know I it's tough. I will. That's so hard, <laughs> It's <too>. brutal, yeah. <laughs> Thanks so Thanks, much. Thanks, Santa. Bye.